Hi, I'm Jane, and together with Jodes, we are two proud feminists passionate about female empowerment. This podcast is our take on the real conversations, real issues, and real challenges we must stay focused on if we're going to inspire the next generation of female leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs to pick up the baton and continue the journey to equality. But be warned, there will be rants and the odd profanity, but mainly just lots of curious conversations, uplifting stories, great guests, and food for thought on the path we still have to travel. It is clear that our young girls need us to harness our gumption and to use our voices now to make the changes we all know need to happen. It's time to be a pioneer, not a passenger. To paraphrase the famous words of a female game changer, Hollywood's iconic Bette Davis, fasten your seatbelts, it's going to be a bumpy ride. everybody welcome to episode six of series one of jane and joe's on one today we're going to be talking about sisterhood and specifically why we believe we need sisterhood um but i think it's important we start with what it is first Mm -hmm. because i think uh similarly to in an earlier episode i think it was episode one wasn't it when and we were talking about being feminist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And actually people having a bit of a different, a bit of a wonky perspective mm, on what yeah. a fe- being a feminist yeah. might be. We said what it was to us. Actually, sometimes that phrase sisterhood can be similar, can't it? Yeah, because people think it's like a cult, don't they? Or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some kind of religious, you know, man bashing uh, group or yeah. so on. So it's got the same kind of connotations as feminism, hasn't it? And, you know, simply for me, it's just women having women's backs. It's just women supporting women. Yeah. In whatever way, shape or Absolutely. form. That, Absolutely. That feels right for them. And actually, we we, 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 were, we did a bit of research on the definition of it, didn't we? We got the, got the good old dictionary We got out. the dictionary out. We and, did indeed. Uh, we also uh, had a little look online and I found a really lovely definition of sisterhood, actually, um, that is the solidarity of women based on shared conditions, experiences or concerns. Mm. And I think that one marries beautifully with our podcast yeah. in terms of what this podcast is here to yeah. do. Love the word solidarity. Solidarity. Love that yeah. word. Yeah. And actually, the what we do on this podcast is, you know, we say we are real women yeah. having real conversations about real issues. You know, and if this is about the solidarity of women on shared conditions, experiences, or concerns, yeah. nailed it. You know what? Then this, on. this podcast is the catalyst for sisterhood. You know, so. You know, first and foremost, I think that's that's a big point mm. to kind of say. Mm. Let's be clear on what it is and yeah. what it isn't. Let's no longer have it as maybe a triggering kind of word. It simply means that we've got each other's backs yeah. in many different guises, many different situations. You know, let's just take the mystery out of it. Um, but in reality, it doesn't necessarily always translate like that. Like if I go on Instagram, the way that I have my feed, i.e. the things that I follow, the people who I connect with, my feed is full of what I would class as sisterhood posts. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But actually, 
if in terms of my lived experiences and when I interact in real life with people, those two things don't necessarily mm. always marry up. And I'm at risk of sounding hypocritical or or critical of women but sometimes so please take this in the spirit it's intended because I, I come at this with real good clean intent is sometimes it feels like we're our own worst enemy mm. I don't know if that resonates with mm. anybody else mm. there have been times in my life where I felt the most unsafe is when I've been in the company of other women mm. And I think that's where some of my male energy has often mm. come from. Because if I go through my career, particularly, I've always felt safer working with men mm. than working mm. with women. And that's I feel a little bit sad about that. Yeah. I don't know. That's really interesting. Um, I would say the reverse, actually. Right? Yeah, that's I'm, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have always worked predominantly with men when I was yeah. in the corporate sector. And I had some fantastic male bosses and some fantastic male mentors. Uh, only ever worked for a couple of women. One of them was an absolute dragon. Made my life hell. Uh, one of them was lovely. So I don't have as much experience of those negative women as you do. But I am aware that sometimes when women get together, sparks fly for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And women can be quite manipulative. But I do think that starts very young. Yeah. Very young. Well, it's almost like, you know, is there a nature nurture debate on this? Mm. You know, we can talk about both of those things. Mm. I, I am slightly convinced that there is a little bit of nature to mm. it. You know, if you if you do a little bit of research into kind of our primal instincts, if you look at the difference in primal instincts of men and women, mm. it's kind of not surprising that some of that behaviour manifests the way it does mm. in modern day world. Yeah. What yeah. we were created for yeah. in early life. Yeah. So, it's all about the man. It's all about the boys, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about competing for the boy, for the man. That's our primal. Yeah, because as women, we're created with limited resources to mm. procreate. Yes. Yes. Yeah? And it's important to, therefore, to get the cream of the crop, the best that you yes. can to yes. secure that yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So we see that in the animal kingdom, don't we? Yeah. We're animals. So yeah. clearly there's there's that going on. And you see that in schools with girls, young girls all the time. And reality TV compounds that. Well, because you look at um, a couple of – so we could always talk about Love Island all day, every day of the week, couldn't we? Do we Here's one for me that really reinforces that. Have you ever watched Take Me Out? Which yes. is a game show. Yes, with yeah. Paddy, Paddy McGuinness. I mean, yes. I love Paddy McGuinness. I love Paddy McGuinness as well. hilarious. Yeah. But I always get a little bit agitated that that show is always done with a lineup of women, and it's the man who gets to choose who has the power in his hands. Yes. To do the selection. I'm like, why are we going to play this game yes. the other way yes. around? And the girls are all like competing with each other and, you know, and eyeing each other up and trying to outdo each other with the comments. And you just cringe, don't you? You absolutely cringe, but you're right. Why is it not done the other way around as well? Yeah. Why could you not have half one, half the other? You know, but when you see a lot of this mean behaviour and it starts right back in primary school, a lot of it is about being popular. 
it's about me. And why do we want to be popular? Because, you know, we want the boys to like us or a certain boy to like us. And then we take that into secondary school and it gets meaner. And then it goes on social media. And if somebody's been your boyfriend, nobody else is allowed to go out with him. And I always find that fascinating. He's not your boyfriend anymore, Ellie. I know, but he's been my boyfriend. Yeah, but he's your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 you know, clues in the, in the answer is ex. Yeah, but she can't go out with him because I've been out with him. So ugh, they have this really screwed idea of, you know, what their friends are allowed to do. And it's all related to the opposite sex. It's all related to boys, well, and partners, not necessarily partners, the opposite sex. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it, for me, I don't know about you, what I'm hearing in that is it kind of seems to all connect back to secure, like insecurity um, in a quest for self-worth, which mm. obviously we're mm. all put on this earth. Mm. Every single human being is driven by self-worth. We do what we do to feel good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And obviously that gets quite wonky, you know, because obviously we'd look at a serial killer and go, really? Are you doing that to feel good about yourselves? But if you did unpick it mm-hmm. back through that person's life, you would clearly see mm-hmm. correlation back to and quest to be loved, to be seen, to be heard, yep. to be listened to, yep. to, to be, be noticed, validated, validated, all of those things. In yep. a quest for self-worth. Yep. It just gets out of control mm-hmm. and the behaviour gets a bit wonky. It's the same kind of thing sometimes mm. that that's happening. So there's a massive nature piece to this is knowing that you know what our primal instincts set us up easily to get into this non-sisterhood vibe but you and I spoke actually about a contradiction to that that then we were like oh well hang on a minute now Mm. I'm scratching my head because if we looked at tribal setups when we talked about the community and tribes Mm. is built Oh, women. women, absolutely, and and it's very efficient, and it's very supportive. That's flipping so and it works. Good. It works. It absolutely works. And again, you and I have worked with women in different capacities for many, many years. And you know, the current work that I do, um, and that you're engaged with Girls Out Loud. When we train big sisters, what's really fascinating for me is we get this group of women together for a day. Yeah. It's a Saturday, so they're all out with their corporate clothes. You know, they're all dressed how they want to be dressed. And they don't know each other. And they're all from different organisations with different backgrounds, different ages, different routes into their job, different level of qualifications. And we put them together and we train them to be mentors. And we talk about girls. We talk about feminism. We talk about what we're doing, why we're doing it. And they absolutely love it. And it's probably the first time they've been in a room with such amazing women. And a lot of them talk about, like, this is, like, so unusual for me because my place of work is male-dominated. and I don't even really have another woman on my team or I don't see see more than two women in a week. And so to be in this environment with all these women, it is utterly magical and they get so much from that and they come up to us afterwards saying oh this has been amazing and and this what they're saying is it's not just the training that's been amazing it's that community it's that sisterhood it's like having that shared experience it's opening up about your life to somebody that you don't know the v word pops back absolutely 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 and when you do that you you gain so much, and then they talk about. And do you know what, Jen? I didn't even know I was a feminist till today. And it's like 
job done, job done. Yeah, so it is magical when we get together with the right intention uh, that's been organised for us properly with the right intention and we attract the right women. It's magical. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the big important thing because actually just putting a bunch of women together does not guarantee that that's what you will Mm. get, does it? Mm. You know, um, so as an example, recent um, retreat that um, I was running, you know, I, I get asked regularly, actually, it's like, you know, do you ever like, bring a group of women away and, you know, they don't get on or there's a problematic person in the group? And I'm like, no, actually, never. They're like, oh, how come? So, because I work hard to create the right conditions mm for the right behaviour and mindset and attitudes to thrive. Even if that person might be different Mm. beforehand at home, this environment doesn't allow Mm. that kind of Mm. behaviour to flourish and Mm. grow. It only allows empowered behaviour to show up. You know, and interestingly, one of the guests had commented to say, well, I've recently been on a retreat and I left. I left because it was toxic. So it doesn't just happen Mm. automatically. It's not guaranteed just by chucking a bunch of women in a room. That magic we talk about has to be curated. Mm. But also, if it isn't working, then, you know, there might be a couple of bad eggs in there who have come into that meeting for the wrong reason. Mm. They soon get knocked out. They soon get, you know, I'm not saying forced to leave, but the environment soon kind of creates a situation where they do leave yeah or they get influenced to think do you know what it's actually, not for me this or that i quite like what i'm seeing here i'm going to change my tune and join in mm-hmm. one way or the other yeah. but yeah. they don't continue to exist in the way that yeah. they arrive yeah. you know that's the bit that's not up for negotiation yeah. is it yeah. it's like yeah yeah you can feel free to leave if it's not for you or this is how we do things around yeah. here these are the there's ground a, rules yeah there's a cultural norm mm. Mm. to, to, to mm. doing that stuff mm. isn't it so if we are going to set up groups which we really want to don't we because actually they're, they're on the they're on the decline we were Very talking much the other so. day, weren't we about women really networks. difficult to find them isn't it it's really difficult to find them and it's, it feels as though we've got the jobs done it feels as though like oh well, we don't have any women's networks anymore what does that mean then does that mean we've got equality i must have missed that that memo yeah must have missed that well, you know announcement what? there are plenty of people who think we have got equality and you know, we have got equity mm. and parity. Mm. You know, when, whenever I um, post about some of the women's meetups online that I do, mm. even in my local Facebook groups, I quite often get lots of comments from many different people, not just men, mm-hmm. um, who will say, why is this only for women? You know, and I'll explain, you know, that actually this is about supporting women to yeah. have equal opportunities and the same kind of access to stuff when we talk about equity, you know, that they have a level playing field to do the same things. And and until we've got that equality, I will continue to do this. Well, we've already got equality, haven't we? Like, well, no, no, we haven't Mm -hmm. yet. And Mm -hmm. actually it's still probably, sadly, a fair few years Mm -hmm. off. I get the same questions about boys. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't do this for boys because yeah. you know the boys are struggling as well, you know. And I'm like, well, that might be so, yeah, but they still have all the equity, yeah. So, 
until we've got this level playing field, I'm going to still be doing this for girls. Yeah. If somebody wants to step up and do it for boys, yeah. good on you. Absolutely. And I'll support you wholeheartedly, but it won't be on my watch. Yeah. I won't be doing that because uh, I'm a girl and I'm interested in girls getting equality. Yeah. Um, so you kind of feel you have to justify that all the time, don't you? And that doesn't mean we're automatically against other, not. other communities, other groups, whether that's men, whether it's people with disabilities, yeah. whether it's LGBT, LGBTQ, yeah. people of colour, all of that. We've all got our, you know, it's about everybody, but we're, it's okay for us to champion certain things. Mm. I'm happy to be, you know, mm. I will be inclusive mm. to all of mm. that, but mm. I represent this yes yes. just like because you know we often talk with inclusivity that like if we talk about the girls that we work with through girls out loud it's really important that in the role models we bring to them that they can see themselves represented Mm -hmm. there is a representation of them so it's required everywhere but i am a representation of somebody You know, and, and have a right to own that. Yeah. Have an absolute right yeah. to own that. And I don't, that doesn't mean I'm disrespecting no, it doesn't. another group. No, it doesn't. But we're going to talk about this in our next series, aren't we? Yeah. Because, you know, this whole kind of issue of silencing women and, you know, dismantling women's networks, particularly in the corporate sector, is an interesting scenario, mm-hmm. you know, and it's what's behind that and who's driving that yeah. and why are we doing that? Um, so that's a, one of our interesting episodes that we've got to talk about next yeah. series. Because actually, you know, there's a really co- there's, there's many compelling reasons why we do need it. You know, if we talk about, well, why? Why do we need sisterhood? Why do we need these networks to remain? Even if we just come off the big picture goal of, you know what, until we achieve equality, it's necessary. Actually, like we talked about, that, it's the it? magic we create when we're together in terms yeah. of the degree of change. Yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the unity we create, the power. Helping young girls rise, yeah. bringing people with us, changing the laws, um, you know, making the, it easier for the next generation, uh, making it easier for our generation yeah. by having other people that are going through the same thing that we're going through that we can talk to about about it. There are so many more reasons yeah. to, to be connected. And actually, you know, um, we talked last episode about Jane's book, Superwoman. Um, I get this a lot about my books. I'm at, I always that Jane can see me lifting my wrist up now because I, I have my book title tattooed on my wrist just in case I forget what I wrote. <laughs> um, but, you know, my book's called Woman Up. I, do you know what? People make big assumptions about that and give me quite a bit of stick. You know, I have people that say, well, you know, there are men who get told to man up and that's a big impact on men's mental health. Why are you doing the same to women? But actually, I'm not because for me, one of the first things I write about in my book is the definition of that. Mm. And the definition of woman up is about women helping other women to rise. Yeah, so don't make any assumptions. Yeah, because it makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> That's an old ladies joke, <laughs> isn't it? Still love it, though. Yeah. True. Yeah. But actually, you know, mm. be curious mm. about what that might mean. Mm. Mm. Um, be interesting, isn't it, how many women are listening to this going, oh, God, no, I don't want to talk to other women about what's going on in my life, or women actually craving for that sisterhood. Yeah. We're either craving for it or we've had it smacked out of us. Yeah. But, for, you know, for, yeah. yeah. But, you know, the most of the women that I speak to are craving for that sense of 
of of commitment that sense of connection you know that sense of community they're craving for it and they don't know where to get it yeah and actually i see a lot of people that don't realize they even need it or want it until they have an experience of it and then they're like oh my god what's this yeah we're not going to lose touch now are we can we keep this going when are we doing this again because i feel alive yeah i'm inspired i'm motivated I've got fire in my belly. Mm. That's one thing I would say. I feel, I feel fired up. Yeah. I've got confidence. Yeah. You know, especially women who are running their own business. Yeah. They go away from some of the networking um, meetings that I run and they say, do you know what? I've been rattling around on my own at mm. home thinking, no, oh, is this business even a goer? Does anyone really care what I've got to say? Mm. Does anyone really want to buy what I've got to offer? I spent two hours in a room with you a lot and I'm like, <laughs> get in. <laughs> you know, I could yeah. conquer yeah yeah and this is about shared shared um interest isn't it because what not one size does not fit all so if you put a woman's network together and you've got corporate women in there professional women in there entrepreneurial women in there women that are running charities in there it's not going to connect the same as if you say right this is for entrepreneurs this this and it's for entrepreneurs that are turning over companies that are six million plus okay that's a very specific niche you bring those women together and it just rocks yeah and then you have another group of entrepreneurial women that are startups and you bring them together and it rocks so that's where the work is isn't it that's where you know the you you've got to create that environment you've got to create it about what who who it's for and Mm -hmm. because actually you know in the in the one that i run it's it is for career women and women who run their mm. own business, but it's built on a sense of social. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. having some friends yes. of your own. Yeah. I'll tell you what, one thing I realised recently in the last couple of years was, I thought, I haven't really got any friends. Mm. I know a lot of people. Yeah. I yeah. know a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot got of people lot. I talk to yeah. that I meet up with, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, God, I haven't really got any friends. <laughs> and so... What I always end up doing is whatever I want and need in my life, that's what I right. create for other yeah. people. Yeah. And that was the purpose of this, is that yeah. actually this is a space where you can come to if you need and want some friends and some mm. social activity, mm. as well as a bit of personal growth along yeah. the side. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. all of those things. Yeah. So we know it works, don't we? We know it works. We know it works when you see it, when you're part of it, when you engage with it. We know it works, but we need How? to do a lot more. We need to do a lot more. People need to know how. So let's let's kind of end on that. In, okay. You know, if there's women listening to this who either are, are crying out for a little bit of this, or they've been convinced by this conversation that mm, you know what, maybe yeah, you're right. I could come round to this a little bit more. How? What are the things that we would say? Well, I would say define your tribe. Yeah. So I would be who who do you want in your tribe? Who is your tribe? Um, and then either go out and see if there's something exists or if there isn't, create, create it. it. Yeah, be a, be a change maker, be a creator. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the one for me, there's a couple in this for me, actually. We've not really spoken about this so much, but, you know, I'm probably at risk of sounding like I'm up here on my own pedestal. Oh, I'm this fabulous sisterhood person. But I want to be clear that I'm not, and I haven't always been. Uh, I've had really crap self-awareness around it though sometimes where I thought no no you know I'm not one of them bitchy girls I'm not you know I'm a an inclusive empowering blood of our person when actually my kids have called me out before if I've been judgy about other women mm-hmm. so, 
you know, actually have a little look in the mirror mm-hmm. first and foremost. Because sometimes when there's a phrase I use with myself and sometimes with people I know is if we're tempted to be a bit catty, a bit bitchy, a bit backstabby about something, um, that's normally a reflection of ourselves. Mm-hmm. What is it saying about me rather than what it's saying about them? Mm-hmm. So I try and catch myself in those mm-hmm. moments. I think if we all did that a little yeah. bit more, mm-hmm. even just yeah. a smidge, turn the dial up a smidge on that, yeah. is what does that, what does that say about me? Then I'd probably show up as a, a better sisterhood creator. Okay. Okay, a better sister. Yeah, yeah, better, yeah sister. better sister. Okay. Yeah. And then I okay. think the last one's really about how we role model because, to your point, how this is manifesting in our teenage girls mm. who we see every day and have, as an owner of three of them myself, <laughs> um, I think we've got some work to do yeah. in terms yeah. of how we teach them. Yeah, because they don't get sisterhood at all. And they don't get it because we don't get it. So they can only m- model and copy what we're doing. If they don't see us doing it, if they all see us doing is being catty yeah. and calling out other women and saying, look, stay of her or whatever, then they're going to copy yeah. us, aren't they? You know, I've seen it where, um, you know, two girls have fallen out at school. I've been part of this, right? My daughter's fallen out with someone else at yeah. school. And the other mum has brutally attacked me about the situation with the girl, verbally, by the way, mm-hmm, not physically. Mm-hmm. But I've had to go, right, you know what? We need to we need to show these girls yeah, how to resolve absolutely. conflict like grown ups now, yes. not yeah. go into Alpha battle. Leather. Yeah, you know, to win on behalf of our child. Yeah. You know, this is our opportunity to show them yeah. how to come together yeah. and resolve a situation. And, you know, it wasn't easy, but. I, mm. Girls who were falling out of then watching both mums or parents yes. yeah. go head to head. Yeah. 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 Like, right, okay, that's how we deal with it. We, yeah. we have a we have a full blown cat fight about it. Or you know, not taking any responsibility. Yeah. Just can't possibly be my daughter that. Yeah. Can't possibly be my daughter. So shadow. Watch yeah. your shadow. Yeah. Yeah. You never know who's looking. No. And finally for me it's about that we need to we need to grow our sisterhood networks communities we need to go deep we need to go wide we need to go steep and we yeah. need to get on with it well that's a right corker to end on isn't it <laughs> so get on the sisterhood wagon today oh, yeah. people so on that note that actually brings our first series to a close um so wow what a roller coaster I it's been know, already gosh. but we're all planned and ready for series two aren't we and we do have a theme Jane, what's our theme? What's our theme for series series two? two. Bear with me. Let me get my notes. You threw that one on me, didn't you? Sorry. Okay, series two is the big picture. The system is biased. Right. So we're going to be unpicking systemic bullshit. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah, all the culture, all the the, the structure stuff. Yeah. And our first episode is that it starts young. Right. So we're going to be picking up on some of the things we talked about today. So yeah, we'll see you soon as we kick off series two. You have been listening to Jane and Jodes on one. Until next time, remember, sisterhood matters. Together, we are bold, brave, fierce and unstoppable.